Are you in the mood for something hot? Burger Daddy has the thickest, juiciest meat in town. Fill your mouth up with Burger Daddy specials, like the Daddy Deluxe. One enormous hunk absolutely drenched in Daddy's special sauce. Overwhelmed by something so huge? Try the Baby Daddy. So good it's barely legal. If you're looking for something to fill up your mouth and make a mess on your face, visit your local Burger Daddy now. Burger Daddy. Give me that burger, Burger Daddy. Yes, I come to see you. I say now, Benson, Jack, Benson, Joe. Benson, Jack, Benson, Jack, do 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 Benson, Jack, Benson, do 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 Benson, Jack. Up for Discussion podcast, episode 163, an emotionally honest podcast. That's comedy. I fucked it up, Tom. I fucked it up. <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. Uh, and I'm one of your hosts, Kate Bradley. I'm Adrian Schoen. And I'm Tom Zalatni. Hi, guys. Hi. Hey. We tried something new with the intro. We did. And immediately crashed into a tree. That's Simon. okay. Yeah, Simon's going to be really upset. Oh, yeah. Simon's going to be furious. He, he does not like change. We're, <laughs> we're slowly rebranding the show to an emotionally honest comedy podcast. That's how it should have gone. I figure we might as well start like introing it that way, too, you know, mm-hmm, just mm-hmm. to kind of set it out the gate. Like, this is what we're doing. This is who we are. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and another thing we're going to do right out the gate is read a review from Stitcher. Ooh. Stitcher is where we're trying to get a bunch of reviews right now. So if you haven't left us a review on Stitcher yet, go do it. What are you waiting for? This week's review comes from Ursa Rager, who calls our show (laughs) engaging, (laughs) witty, and heartfelt. They say, I've been listening to Up for Discussion on and off for years, but the revamped host lineup of the past year got me listening devoutly every week. That's you guys. Thanks so much. That's us. The rapport and chemistry between the hosts has always been good, but there's a new focus and clarity recently. The addition of female hosts really improves the content. That is you guys. I'm a female. Me too. (laughs) (laughs) This show always makes me laugh and often makes me tear up too. If you want to listen to a show that feels like hanging out with great friends, get hooked on Up for Discussion. Kate, you are a great friend. You too, Adrian. And also Tom. I'm okay. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks so much. And super cool name. Mm-hmm. Yeah, such a good name. Very badass. Indeed. <clears throat> Very bazooka-wielding type of, you know. R- read it again, Ursa. What? What? Ursa Rager? Ursa Rager. Ursa, Ursa Rager has a bazooka. Uh, why can't I say bazooka? Bazooka. 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 It's like bazooka. a roller derby name. Oh, totally. Mm-hmm. Yep. Have, you, have you been to roller derby? I've never seen it. I know people that did it, but I, I never went. Oh. We did an cool episode story. with a roller derby person oh, yeah? from Newfoundland who's also an improv person, Katie cool. Warren. Oh, I don't. Yeah. It sounds very improv-y. <laughs> Katie, we, welcome, Katie Warren. We ended up talking a lot in that episode about how like both those worlds are really prone to having like terribly punny names for all their teams. Yeah, mm, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah, yeah. True that. Um, mm. You know... Uh, you know what? I was going to try a segue to go to the Patreon thing, and I, I choked, ooh, Tom. Ooh, ooh, try it, try Do you it. know what I was thinking in my head? I was like, Tom Tom would know what to say. Tom would know what to say. Yeah. Because basically where, where I was going was y'all were talking about world, and world is in the first sentence. Mm-hmm. And then I was trying to connect the dots, and I couldn't I couldn't make it happen. <laughs> I, I appreciate okay. your honesty. Yeah. <laughs> it's emotionally honest. <laughs> Full circle. I did it on purpose. You know, Kate, that is something that we can be certain of. Is that segues will happen to get us 
to our Patreon <laughs> segment. But you know where there's very little certainty, Tom? Where? In the world. <laughs> I mean, we all have questions, Kate. Uh, yeah, uh, but what do we want to accomplish? How will we do it? Will we succeed? <sighs> but there's one place you can find some certainty, and that's at patreon.com slash upfordiscussion. On Patreon, you can be sure that when you pledge money to our podcast, you're investing your money in committed creatives who work hard to provide you with the best emotionally honest comedy (laughs) content possible, just to make sure you fully understand. With our recently updated Patreon goals and perks, you get fully transparent full transparency about where Patreon money goes and what you get in return. We're currently working towards a goal of $330 a month, which allows us to pay all our contributors fairly for their time and effort. Super fucking appreciate it. Makes mm-hmm. a big difference. Uh, for a full breakdown of how the money is allocated, visit patreon.com slash up for discussion. If you pledge as little as a dollar a month to us on Patreon, you'll be joining the ranks of fine folks like Patrick, Gabriel, Kendallin, Candice, Eric, Carlea, Thomas, George Poppy. Poppy? Is that how he said that? Poppy. Poppy. Alex from Play the Mind, Jillian, pronounced Jillian, and our newest Patreon, Jan. My mom. See, that's so cool. It's so cool. And if you give at least $5 a month, you get to tell us what to talk about once per cycle on the show. Indeed. Which is super exciting. Adrian, would you like to crack out that first Patreon topic? I would love to. Uh, George asks, what is the most devious prank you've ever pulled slash had pulled on you? Um, devious pranks. I just, I just want to ask why you, why you chuckled. When I said, do you want to crack out the ad? You went like... No, I made a little egg cracking sound. Oh, Oh, that's what it was. You are a Foley genius. Yeah, yeah. A Foley genius? Foley. A Foley Foley artist. Oh, sweet, sweet, sweet. Do one more. (laughs) Another egg? Another... uh, It can be an egg. It can be anything else. All right, all right. Here's my impression of um, a person talking about a prank that they had pulled on them. Okay, okay. This is some really, really intense Foley work. Okay. One time. I guess this isn't actually a prank that I had pulled on me. It's a prank I pulled. Does that still count? Yep. Yep. One time, we found a pylon in the hallway at my high school, so we took it and taped it to the floor in the middle of the hallway. Just watched people walk by it (laughs) for like 45 minutes. That's uh, that's good. That's really good because you're like, I'm altering the universe. Right. I have power over these people. Yeah. Everyone was confused. Whoa. One kid like examined it for a couple seconds before moving on. <laughs> oh, fun. Like it wasn't just like a walk by, look at it kind of situation. He like stopped and was like, huh. It doesn't appear to be, <laughs> what am, what am I be meant to be avoiding? Where's the traffic? <laughs> <laughs> I saw a video recently where um, a type of bird in New Zealand, I believe it is. I think I've actually mentioned this on the pod before. Um, they There were cones in the street and they started fucking with the cones. Is the world ending? The world might be ending. Holy shit. <laughs> well, this is a great story to go out on. Um, and the birds were fucking with the cones. So the cars were all messed up. So mm. they actually set, they built a rig on the side of the road, like with swings and stuff for the birds. So Aww. they would stop fucking with the roadblock. Hmm. Oh, yeah. Cute. Now we can all die. Now we can all die. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think that was a garage door. Oh. Yeah. 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 I pulled a prank. Uh, which I thought was going to be on one little boy. <laughs> Wait, I was also I was a little <laughs> I was a little girl at the time. Classic Kate, always pranking the neighborhood kids. 
they deserve it. Um, I was in primary school, and uh, we had one of these like at school sleepovers, mm. and so all we everybody had like their sleeping bags in the classroom. Everybody was out of the classroom, having the dinner, watching the film, whatever. Little little girl Kate Bradley sneaks back into the bedroom, well, the classroom where all the sleeping bags were, pulls out a bottle of perfume, goes to a certain little boy's uh, sleeping bag, all the way inside it. But uh, me being a little girl, not used to the power of perfume, it sank up the entire fucking classroom, and like everybody knew, and I was like... I, I don't think I ever came clean on that one until now. <laughs> and then on top of that, I had uh, these little, you know, the little hotel vials of uh, perfume. I don't even know if they still do that. Yeah. yeah. The fucking coolest container in the world. And I gave them to little boys. And what do you think the little boys did with them? Did they drink in them? The, no, in the schoolyard. Did they pour them on themselves? <laughs> oh no, they ran around spraying people, didn't they? No, they smashed them on the ground because oh. little glass oh. vials. They Ooh. smashed them on the ground, so there was more. So, um, that's me. Very successful <laughs> prank career. <laughs> yeah. I don't have a lot of pranking. Uh, the best one I ever read was to put a, a bullion cube in somebody's shower head. Hmm. What? Uh, <laughs> which I think is is a great great prank. But uh, my my husband did one when he was younger. He's a bit older than his his younger brother, I think by like not not quite ten years. But um, they had been watching a scary movie, and his you know little brother was pretty little at the time. He was really freaked out, uh-huh. and so Michael thought it would be a good idea to lay down in the dark next to his oh, bed no. and then pop up and scare him. <laughs> but the like he turned out the lights he got into bed and he kind of missed his opportunity so then he was just stuck in the dark laying on the floor next to the bed oh no and then uh his brother his hand kind of just uh fell off the end of the the bed and swept over his (gasps) face (laughs) oh no scared the living crap out of him oh out of michael who was on no, the floor no no out of tim because there was just a face under oh, his hand oh my god oh god oh that's that is pretty fucking gross yeah that's upsetting <laughs> oh wow oh that would be really unsettling but man those those pranks like you see dad videos of them bursting into the room with a fucking chainsaw and a mask on and it's like <sighs> The kids look like fucking terrified, and to some kids, they'll be like, "I turn into gladiator because of this experience." But I'm pretty sure most kids would just be like, "I'm afraid of everything now." That's like, I feel like you can't prank your kids in ways that are gonna scare them. Like that's like a breach of trust. I don't know. Yeah, well, like, some kids fucking live for that shit, you yeah. know. But re- I really don't think that's the norm. I was not one of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. No. I always like pranks where it's just kind of like confusing and inconvenient. Um, at camp I used to work at the staff would do a big prank every summer on the campers and one year we uh, what did we do we took like all the picnic tables and put them inside the dining hall so that when people came in it was like a picnic in the dining hall we put like canoes in there and stuff set up some fake trees so it was like we were eating outside while we were eating inside that's a lot of effort yeah it was a lot of effort and everyone was just kind of like confused and disoriented because it was like eight in the morning and you know, no one's really awake by breakfast as you chuckle in the corner in the dark tiredly chuckling <laughs> they don't understand <laughs> they think this is what breakfast is now 
yeah you've ruined them for the rest of their lives yeah if they think that like trees and canoes come with breakfast every time well that's they it. don't yeah. no it's, it's just a huge letdown from that point Fucking on no kayaking mm-hmm. no windsurfing mm-hmm. no whimsy p- no whimsy no adulthood has just no whimsy God. none at all never never ever fuck a breakfast place called whimsy with kayaks and canoes would be the best like a river within the fucking restaurant mm. and then you eat off of all the wrong dishes what oh yeah and you whimsy. use like is that what large whim- utensils to eat <laughs> oh my god of, like, forks and spoons whoa to eat your cereal with a pair of barbecue tongues oh Out that of, like, sounds fun a collection plate from a church <laughs> <laughs> awesome let's let's build it somebody else build it that's better that's that's better yeah. better um my brother used to work in a kitchen uh, for most of his youth and they're assholes they're such <laughs> huge assholes i don't remember the, the specific pranks but like as soon as you're a new guy you're gonna get told to go get the some bullshit thing that doesn't exist and you're gonna stress about it because you think they need it and it's not a real thing oh yeah assholes my favorite is um i so i listen to the west wing weekly mm-hmm. it's a podcast where uh, a couple of guys are watching through every episode of the West Wing. One of them was on the West Wing in the later seasons uh-huh. and tells a bunch of stories about how the cast would prank each other. Oh. Uh, and it makes me think about how I would love if I ever had a setup like that where I was working with actors regularly. I'd love to just kind of prank them. And, you know, if someone's supposed to be walking around with a clipboard in the scene, I would definitely put some like really unfortunate thing on the front <laughs> of the clipboard so they had to see it every time that they start the scene. Just like, don't, don't laugh. <laughs> don't laugh at that picture of do uh, they do cake. on set pranks because i've heard about oh, totally. actor pranks a, a bunch oh, they, of course yeah yeah there's stuff the, you can get away with don't scenes cost millions of dollars and stuff <laughs> i think you have to have a certain amount of clout to get away with it okay like I, yeah i think like you've got to be like a a main build actor yeah you, you can't be, be like the pa extra. yeah uh, <laughs> i'll fucking extra prank everybody was <laughs> Oh man, that's a fast way to get fired. Mm. Yeah, George Clooney is like notoriously big pranker. Oh yeah, like oh, on yeah. set. I don't recall any of what those are, but I I remember hearing that he he pranks. I believe it. I hope they prank each other with like between high level actors because you're oh, like yeah. I'm George Clooney pranking the extras and treating them like shit. Like that's not <laughs> that's not fun. No, yeah, it, it, that's the thing, right? Like pranking has to be between equals. Yeah, like yeah. you can't prank someone who's lower than you because then it's bullying, and you prank you can't prank someone who's like higher than you because you're gonna get in trouble for it. Yeah, like you can really only mess with people oh, who are true. at the same level as you. I yeah. feel like you can't prank Rob Lowe. It like it's impossible. I just I feel like he would just be like he's so nice. <laughs> well, well, I saw I saw a video of Tom Holland getting pranked where the inter- one of these videos where the interviewer was being fed questions by somebody else. And the first thing that the interviewer said to Tom Holland was that he was a better actor than he was. And Tom was just like, oh, okay. okay. Is that <laughs> Baby was, Spider-Man? Yeah, Baby Spider-Man, who I love, He's fucking cute. love him. And uh, and then he was like, uh, he was like uh, speaking, as he does. And then he was like, why why are you pretending to have a British accent for this interview? <laughs> he was like, uh, because I, I have a British accent. I put on an American accent. It's like questions like that. And he was just like being sweet and being nice and... <laughs> Not fighting back. <laughs> they did a punked with um, Elijah Wood, and I, I remember it was like they accidentally blew up a dumpster, and then the police come, and then Elijah Wood looks like he's going to die. Like oh he looks God. like he's about to cry, and he's like, "I am so sorry. I don't know what happened." <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
I, I had a moment like that. I was on a prank show. I forgot about this until you mentioned it, until you mentioned prank shows. Uh, the Just for Laughs gags or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, the last time I talked about this was before you, I met either of you guys. That's fun. Um, <laughs> so I was walking through a park and uh, a lady walks up to me and asks me um, to hold her dog while she runs to use the porta potty across the street. Okay. I'm like, all right, sure. I'm holding the dog's leash standing in place. Someone comes from the other direction and says, hey, can you point me toward McGill? And I turn around and I point toward McGill. Next thing I know, the dog is under a car. So I like, I walk over, I'm like tugging on the leash to get the dog out from under the car. Uh, I still see it under there and I'm like, come on. And then the lady comes back over and she's like, hey, where's my dog? I'm like, oh, it's just under the car. Hang on. Uh, And then the dog is inside the car. And I'm like, how is this dog inside this car? And she's freaking out and I'm freaking out. And she's like, what happened? What, what, what's happening? What are you doing? I'm like, listen, lady, if I knew, I would tell you. I really don't know what's going on here. She grabs me by the shoulders and she's like, I know what's happening. You're on a prank show. Oh, my God. But can I just like, how the fuck did they get the dog under the car in the space of a pointing somewhere? Oh, I think like the Bacon? pointing was like the lady talked to me for a while and they probably made sure that I wasn't watching. Yeah. And like let lured the dog under the car and then replaced it. They replaced it with a cat also. <laughs> so when I pulled the leash back out, there was a cat on the leash and the dog was sitting in the back seat of the car. This is a fucking magic show. This was, isn't a prank show. It was like a really intricate prank. Oh, wow. Huh. Yeah. My mom got pranked by by gags as well, but it was something to do with uh, sh- shoes. I can't like remembering it now. I'm like, why did you take off your shoes, mom? <laughs> Somebody came up to her and said something about taking off her shoes, which she did. And then the person ran away with her shoes. <laughs> that's a real low level prank. Yeah. That they were doing. yeah, that's I just don't understand. Why would she? She's a trusting woman, I suppose. Are we sure that was for TV? Oh, many people have seen it. <laughs> okay. People have seen it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I haven't seen it. People have seen it. Speaking of TV, I made my big screen debut this week. Yes. This morning. Fucking exciting. And by big screen debut, I mean I'm in like three seconds of a Burger King ad. Woo! <laughs> That's fucking cool. It's that exciting. Cool. Yeah. They. Uh, it was a weird experience. Um, <clears throat> basically, I'm excited I get to talk about this yeah. now because like, it was like weeks ago and they told us not to say anything until the ad came out. Yeah. Um, basically, they like... they close down a Burger King for the day except for the drive-thru mm-hmm. so there'd still be like customer noises in the background kind of oh. um and like they had us sit there and eat the sandwich over and over again I ate like eight of the same sandwich <laughs> it, was, it was horrible it was a really good sandwich thankfully but the first like four were fantastic and then after that it was like I can't tell if this is food anymore oh my god was uh, it like the perfect temp every time oh yeah yeah oh mm, no oh <laughs> no I, it, it it got cold because they like made them in batches of like, oh. you know, the lady would prep like eight of them and make them look good and set them on a tray. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then do the shoot. They didn't have a red lamp? Heat they should have, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't know. So the first one was really good. <laughs> um, but then the crazy thing is they had catering during the day and like it was on the schedule that there would be a break for lunch. Uh-huh. But the catering was just that they left one of the cash registers open and you could go order <laughs> anything you wanted throughout the day, like all day. And so people are like ordering regular Burger King stuff, which is great because we needed to be eating stuff in the background of the shots while people were like filming. Oh, OK. But like <clears throat> we 
we didn't want more Burger yeah, King. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like maybe a salad. Yeah. You know. And I didn't realize until we got there at nine in the morning. We left at eight p.m. And mm-hmm. I didn't realize until like six that they had like clementines and stuff. Like, oh man, they had had like fruit and like vegetables and stuff off to the side near the cash register the entire day, and I didn't notice any of it. Oh, that makes such a difference. I yeah. had the shits for days. Oh no. <laughs> but you're on TV. But now I'm on TV. Very cool. My mom texted me this morning and was like, I just heard your voice while I was passing out watching The Price is Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's so cool. Is uh, is Drew Carey still on that? Is that still... I think Are so. they still making new ones? Oh, I have no idea. I turned to Adrian because I assume she would know what Drew Carey is doing. Well, I don't know. I don't know what. <laughs> I... I yeah, no. I, no, you don't? <laughs> disappointing, Adrian. No, I, I, I like Drew Carey. I wish him well. Uh... <laughs> But you don't have access to his GPS. No, no. Oh. I do know that he got LASIK uh, a number of years ago and continued to wear the glasses because people would not accept him without it. Yeah. That's so sad. I believe that. But I that. understand. Yeah. 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 So strongly part of his brand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like if you have glasses for like 30 years and you're on TV for most of that <laughs> and then you get rid of your glasses, people are going to be really confused. They're mm-hmm. gonna be... And also Drew Carey lost like a yeah. ton of weight. Yeah. And so like... You know, if you're used to like 90s Drew Carey and then present day Drew Carey is like half the size and not wearing glasses, that's a different man. It's a completely right. different that's, man. That's Andrew Carey. I was just going to ask what his new name was. Andrew Carey. Andreas Carey. Garay. <laughs> just Andreas talking to somebody Garay. who said that they, they get mad when a TV character changes like their hairstyle or something from what he's used to. Like, what? if the. <laughs> I mean, if it's like every week or like. I don't get why Black Widow has to have a different haircut in every film. <laughs> like, she's really cool with the long red hair, like in the comics. Stop it. No. Stop it. <sighs> Sorry, you were going to say? No, no. There was just a bit in, in um, uh, Winter Soldier that really bugged me, <laughs> is when they, they go to Falcon's place and they're like, we need help. I don't know why I was wiggling their shoulders, but um, we need help. She She has a shower, and you can clearly see that her hair is like curly from the shower and then like in the next scene it's straight ironed flat and it's like you're at falcons did you ask him for a straight iron did I you mean, take the time falcon probably has a straight iron kicking around just in case because he's such a considerate man yeah. i would watch a falcon movie in a heartbeat Absolutely. i love that guy who plays him again anthony mackie don't know he's very cool i like him a lot fair yeah yeah very yeah. cool well and uh just superheroes legion is back on tv mm-hmm. and legion is my favorite thing that's ever existed what yeah. is legion legion is a show on fx it's a marvel associated it's the same guy who does the uh fargo tv show and okay. it's super surreal and bizarre and you don't know what's real and it's like twin peaks but superhero-y and bright and poppy and makes sense cool uh, oh it's so good I think I'm going to call you out on this, but at the same time, it's just to emphasize your emotion. Mm -hmm. I think you expressed this joy last week. Yes, but uh, not on air, but yes. Not on air? Ah, I thought it was also on air. And that was just to to highlight how good you think it is. No, it's how much I like it. Yeah, yeah. I've watched the first season uh, three times. Oh, sweet. Yeah. That says a lot. Yeah. I never do that. Yeah, there are very few shows that I... Movies, there's a bunch that I can rewatch over and over again, but (laughs) series... Like you've got, wow, how long has it been since you mentioned Fraser? Oh, yeah. Maybe like two episodes. <laughs> <laughs> That's like a record. I but, know, right? Yeah, because you're, you're a big TV rewatcher. I am, yeah. I li- well, what it is is that I like to, I like to binge TV series like uh-huh. from start to finish. 
and there's some that I'll go back to every couple of years. Right. But like after you binge one show for like two months, you're going to have like thoughts about that show for like six months after that. <laughs> That's true. And so like, you know, it doesn't leave a lot of room, right? Yeah. <laughs> like if you end up watching it every like eight months, then, you know, you as soon as you stop thinking about Frasier, you're like, I should watch Frasier again. <laughs> Eat healthy. Exercise regularly. Take cold showers. Avoid sugar. Practice yoga. Drink more water. Meditate. Practice mindfulness. Wear barefoot shoes. Avoid fat. Eat more fat. Go Try vegan. paleo. Do Drink bone broth. Try black P90X. Try a 30 squats a day. Eat more day squats. Keto strong. Eat good calories. Get more protein. Avoid the dirty dozen. Try some good macros. Take an eye. Wear natural. Use a stand. Staying healthy can feel overwhelming at times. Sometimes it feels like you have to change all your habits just to meet the baseline. But sometimes, all it takes is one little change. Ether Kombucha contains four powerful probiotic strains along with essential vitamins and antioxidants, all in a delicious, refreshing package which helps regulate digestion, support the immune system, and aid in the body's natural detox processes. Living healthier can be a treat with Ether Kombucha. Ether Kombucha. Do what works for you. For more information, follow us on Instagram at Ether Kombucha. Our second Patreon topic comes from a man I once did a 10-minute improvised Frasier scene with, Gabriel, <laughs> who says, talk about what you guys would put in a time capsule, Frasier. Let's say that the time capsule is not any bigger than a meter cubed. So That's a meters, lot of space. Yeah, a meter cubed is like probably about the size of the table we record at. For, for the Americans, it's a, about three feet, I think. Yes. Is that right? Yes. A meter? Yes. It's close to a yard. Oh, don't fuck me up. <laughs> what the? Close to a yard. A yard is three feet. Um, oh, is, uh, which is close to a meter. Oh, yeah. It is. Yeah, oh, yeah. it <laughs> makes is. sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, um, I would um, put a bunch of copies of Frasier on DVD. Wait, how? Wait, what, does it specify how long it's going to be hidden for? Time capsule. Oh. That's a good question. That is a good question. Yeah, because like, if Let's we put decide. it in too long, it'll just be like dust opening it. Oh. Like particles of dust are like we found a bot. Well, like, will they even the have anything to play a DVD? Well, on. that's it, right? Let's assume that like everything we put into the time capsule, ten thousand years, stays intact <laughs> when it comes out. Like it's a very, very well sealed, preserved. Oh yeah, that's yeah, that's totally, totally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And okay, let's not be too concerned with who's opening it. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah. What's then, important to us, and what do we want to put in a box? Fraser. Fraser. I want to put all. I actually just want to put Kelsey Grammer in the box. He'd fit. I don't think he would give um, the performance that you're looking for upon the box being opened. Everything we put in the box is perfectly preserved when we open the box. Yes, but he's he's Kelsey Grammer. He's not Frazier, so he's gonna stand up and say some Republican shit. Oh, yeah. no. <laughs> I was gonna say I've heard not real pleasant things about him as a uh, man. Yeah, yeah, and then he'll be. <laughs> He'll be he'll be amplified because he'll have been in a box for so long. Oh, no. All his opinions will be boiling. What have you done to? Yeah, I didn't think this through. Jesus, he's, he'll have stomped on all the other things you left in the box. Why wasn't it David Hyde Pierce? Yeah. Why? Oh man, he he would come out of the box, make you some tea. Oh, no. It's lovely. He's lovely. It's a lovely man. He's a lovely oh, no. man. And I would say, quote me every line from Hellboy. Quote it. He played the fish man. And well, and Doug Jones played the fishman. Yes. And then when he saw David or his uh, performance of it, he had his name taken off so that Doug Jones would get the credit for it because he's that nice of a man. Oh wow! And then in the second movie, they let Doug Jones do his own voice. Very cool. Oh, we could put Doug Jones in the box. Yeah. He's oh, yeah, very yeah, bendy. Yeah. yeah. Super bendy. 
super bendy. Um, if you don't know who Doug Jones is, he, he is the monster in every movie ever. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah so yeah. he was the fish man in uh, Shape of Water uh, and Star Trek on um, Hellboy. Hellboy. Uh, he was also Silver Surfer. Uh, oh, yeah. He was the creepy Big Mac man uh, in the 80s. <laughs> was, I believe We're not he's allowed the, to talk about McDonald's. He's the Vision, I think, and uh, the Avengers. No. No. Oh, no. I think he's the body, No. No, the body is the body is tight. The body is <laughs> I think it's Paul Bettany ripped. Oh yeah, you're right. You're right. I take that one back. Yeah, he's he looks good. He yeah. looks anyway, I don't like Doug him Jones. in his little uh sweater in the first one, but whatever. Yeah. I um, love Doug Jones. Yeah, yeah, he's so cool. He's such a nice dude. So so slender. He he would be Slenderman for sure. <laughs> well he's that's the coming out. Right? Um on the episode Hush of Buffy, the, the like the creepy gentleman. Oh yeah, he's yeah. the lead creepy gentleman. Yeah. So okay, so we put him in the box. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> we have found the information to give him the best snacks that he likes best. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nature box. We want him to, nature box, nature <laughs> box. We want him to be happy. Um, uh, I would put uh, if everything is cool in the box. Yeah, it's cool. It's happy. Mm. It's like a genie. It's like yeah. a poke. It's like a pokeball. If we're putting live things in it's there, it's like a pokeball. Yeah. It's like yeah. a pokeball. Uh, Maybe a small uh, pony. I mean, I think well, that, I yeah. think Doug would like that. Yeah, I, I, I think sure. people in the future would like that. <laughs> yeah. Open yeah, yeah, up yeah, the yeah. box. Oh, hey there, little Sebastian. That's perfect. <laughs> Sebastian. Little Sebastian. Is is that is Parks that the name of a? Oh. <laughs> it's the mini horse in Parks and Rec. Oh, I didn't know. I didn't know. For me, Sebastian is Sebastian. Give me a name from uh, Neverending Story. Right. Oh. Sebastian, give me a name. What's the name? It's so dumb. Uh, Moonbeam or something. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> Fuck, I've watched that movie so many times, I didn't remember. Yeah. Moonbeam? It's not oh, that. Oh, because it's, it's like, like an it. inspired child name. He's it's his like, mom's name. Mm. Oh. His mom's Moon name. Child, Moonbeam? I think. Really? Yeah, it's real dumb. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Sebastian. Sorry, 90s kids. <laughs> Ooh, uh, Panasonic uh, Shockwave uh, CD player. Oh. I put that in there. Mm-hmm. If I could find one. Yeah. Ibai. Um So you can have it skip anytime you touch it. <laughs> but that bitch didn't. No? Nah, man. You could throw that shit against a wall and it wouldn't skip. I don't believe you. Nah, I'm probably lying. It's, I'm, <laughs> you know when you have something in the past and you're just like, I'm keeping that good. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I refuse to remember the bad stuff. I loved my little Walkman, little cassette, and then they went over the Discman, and the Discman just never really, uh, they, they skipped. No, Like it had to be mm. stationary on a table and you had to just kind of move around it. <laughs> I love my mom, so I chose to forget about the bad parts of her in the past. Oh, yay. <laughs> I I did that for a while, but then it comes back, Tom. It all comes back and you realize, you know what? Mommy's not so perfect. I actually had a really good relationship with my mom until I moved out, and then our relationship got strained for a while, and now oh. we're okay again. We had to, like, figure out adult boundaries, I guess. Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah. 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 Oh, for yeah. me, it got way better when we were no longer in the same space, mm. and then we're back in the same space again. Right. Yeah. <laughs> So, but she's not. Is, she's, she's there like two months a year, so it's it's cool. My mommy gives us money. <laughs> I was gonna say you gotta be careful what you say about your mom. Yeah, she's an angel. <laughs> she's our angel. Patrick is my mom. <laughs> I think he's donated enough money to us over the years that he gets that right now. Oh God! Is that a Patreon ranking? Yeah, you could be somebody's parent. Mom. But that comes with all the responsibility. Yeah, he got to wipe my bum. He got wiped Tom's mom. I don't know why that's the first one I went to. Well, it's a very mom thing to no do. No one's done I guess. it for me in years, and I miss it. 
I wonder, would you enjoy it or, or, or back away? The thing is, I think that at this point in my life, I wouldn't trust anyone else to wipe my bum as thoroughly as I would. Well, what if, they, what if they're more thorough and that scares you? Oh, yeah, because then I wouldn't be able to go back. You can never go back from it's, somebody else wiping your ass. It's like when you stay in a hotel for too long and then you go home and your sheets don't change the morning after you sleep in them. Oh. And you're like, shit, what have I done? <laughs> and you sneak back into the hotel and you, you, you hit someone behind the head and you steal their key card and you get back into that room and yeah. you get those new sheets. Yeah. That's what you do. I would put a hotel bed set and also like concierge in the box. <laughs> And would he aggressively wipe your butt? <laughs> yeah. Well, no, he would aggressively wipe Doug Jones's butt. I just want him to have a good experience. <laughs> I think he should should give consent before we make any promises. For sure. Uh, Mario Kart. I would oh, yeah. Uh, Mario Kart in That'd there. That'd be fun. Just beach level. Oh, fuck yeah, beach level. <laughs> oh, man, beach level. When I was, At first, I was frustrated with beach level. Mm-hmm. Really frustrated. Mm-hmm. But when you get beach level, you get beach level. Then yeah. you're like, boing, 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 well, boing on those turns. That's the thing with Mario Kart is that all of the worst levels are only the worst levels until you figure out the tricks yes, to them. Yeah. And then they're the best levels. Except for Rainbow Road. I was just going to say that. <laughs> well, yeah, Rainbow just... Road is always a hellscape. <laughs> always sucks. Yeah. <clears throat> but you keep going back. But mm. beach is all that matters. Well, it's not all that matters. I mean, those fucking crabs are are really bothersome. It's the only one that matters. Okay. I'm going to double down on okay. that. Okay. You're going to have to tell me why. We're not allowed to talk about KFC either. <laughs> <laughs> uh, because when I go back home and I go uh, visit my college friends, mm-hmm. we fire up the Nintendo 64 mm-hmm. and we play beach level at least 100 times in succession. Amazing. <laughs> it's the only one we play. It's the only one that matters. <laughs> I love traditions that are born out of just like, <laughs> shit, this happened, and now it's the only thing that happens. <laughs> I um, never win. It doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, I think if we're putting video games in there, I want to give Doug Jones a copy of Animal Crossing to play. Okay. Just oh, on like a 3DS or something, because mm-hmm. like, that's a game that you can play every day, because there's always something going on, and it's like soothing and restful, Right. but you also get to accomplish a lot. And I think that if you're sitting in a time capsule for, I don't know, who knows how long. 10,000 years. 10,000 years. You're going to want something that's like constantly slightly fulfilling and always a little different. So are we building a time capsule or a (laughs) Doug Jones terrarium? Yes. (laughs) Doug Jones terrarium. Yes. Um, Corn on the cob. I'm going to say he likes it. Ooh. Mm, Lightly buttered. Infinite source. Infinite source. Mm. Oh, I'm liking this box. Can we get in this box too? Jesus Christ. Oh, man. I'd love a corn on the cob right now. Um, to do the... Yeah, me too. I think that's why I said it. Uh, I'm sorry, Doug. It was about me. It wasn't about you. Uh, to the flip side of your soothing um, village mm-hmm. baby animal game, uh, Tokyo Jungle. Have either of you played Tokyo Jungle? It's my favorite no. Fast and the Furious movie. <laughs> yeah. No kidding. Oh, that would be so cool. <laughs> Fucking muscle cars in the jungle. <laughs> um, it's a game where you're in Tokyo. And it's uh, the world has like ended and only animals remain. Mm. So you're an animal and you just have to survive. So if you're a um, uh, not vegetarian, what do you call an animal that only eats uh, prey? Uh, well, yes, actually, because you have to avoid like wolves and shit. But like you can you d- you you can play as like a chicken. You can play as a rabbit. You can play, and then you the more things you get. The, the more yeah the more achievements make you more animals you get so you can play like as a bear or as a as a deer as a dog you start basically with dog and cat type it's really fun hmm. 
<laughs> but it's extremely like frustrating so because you only like the the herbivores uh, have little plants, and if you don't get to another plant in time, you die. So mm. that becomes very stressful. Right. Um, but it's very fun. That sounds amazing. It's really That's cool. It's a weird game. Yeah, you can play as pig. Oh, and then and then you get um, gear, and like you can have like a little hat, a little jacket, and that like increases your defense or your attack or whatever. That's mm. wonderful. It's really fun. <laughs> Maybe chuck in uh, No More Heroes 2 for the Nintendo Wii. Nice. Uh, that game got me through some some rough times. Oh, yeah. <laughs> where I, I was doing this like uh, web development project and I was working till like 10 at night and it was just like nonstop on this project. And so then I would just sit down with like a small glass of gin and uh, No More Heroes 2. And, and uh, it was part of the the Wii where you had to like shake the remote aggressively mm. in a really like rude manner and that's how you charged it up and it went like from flaccid to straight and that's when it was like charged up and then you just flail like just flailing <laughs> at the enemies the it's such game? a fun game Man. Oh, so like an action adventure thing yeah, it was like a just kind of a shoot 'em up samurai goofy anime oh, wow. type thing. Uh, it was super fun. fun. You had like a laser sword that kind of was also a fishing rod. <gasps> memory <Maybe>. serves. <laughs> so like Inspector Gadget style, that whatever Maybe. it is, is. I think it was just Maybe. a laser sword, was but it, it was charged by like mm. just jerking it real hard. But it literally <laughs> had a power bar that was <laughs> l- loose and yeah. floppy, and then became rich. Wow, it's amazing. That's yeah. fucking crazy. It's a great game. Oh, man, the lengths they had to go to with the Wii to convince people to buy it. Yeah. Oh, and then, it worked. Yeah. yeah, I loved when they had to put the uh, wristband <laughs> on it because people were breaking their TVs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay, so about the the thingy, I was mm-hmm. thinking, stop me if it, it if it breaks the the feel of this terrarium. Mm-hmm. But like, I want it. I want to put in some historical warnings. Some like we did this a bunch of times. It oh, never worked. Don't do this. That's mm-hmm. wonderful. Like maybe just line the walls with like like quotes from history textbooks about bad things. Yeah, and yeah, like yeah, yeah. Notes that say like. Maybe don't nuke anyone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Genocide is bad. And, and like literally showing like 1614, we did the thing. It didn't work. 1712, we did the thing again. Mm-hmm. It did not work. And then like showing a bunch of those. So you want people to learn. I I would have just put up like a picture of Trump and said like, we're sorry. Oh. <laughs> and then just oh, like yeah. another, just a series of like, we're sorry. Oh, that's good. <laughs> so at least like we had the, the self-awareness to realize in our own time that these were all bad ideas. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> One big textbook called An Incomplete History of Bad Choices. <laughs> <laughs> yes, to teach the future generations. Yeah. I like that. Around. Yeah. But also I think he needs a hot plate for some craft dinner. Yes, sure. yeah. for sure, for sure. Um... Uh, I want to put in some sausages. Oh, yeah. For the craft dinner or separate? Uh, that's Doug's choice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, du- that's Doug's choice. I'm looking at the bird masks. Maybe some costumes. Maybe oh, like yeah. it's his life, right? <laughs> Come back to me, Tom. Come back. Why <laughs> <laughs> the phrase Doug's choice <laughs> ruining me? <laughs> oh. Give him a little water bottle. Just one water bottle, <laughs> like a wheel. Like the corn is in, is is infinite, but the water bottle is solitary. Well, it's, infinite. it's just you oh, know, it's he gets okay. to lap it up from a little little sippy thing, from... like a hamster bottle. Yeah. Oh man, I've wanted those one of those for years. Hey, wait a minute, I could just use one of those, you right? Could. Yeah. I don't know why I want to, but I feel like I 
Those are interesting because they have like a there's like a ball yes, that like stops ball. in the hole. Yeah, you, uh, and and you just gotta lick it yeah. and move the yeah. yeah. Do you think Daphne would mind if I check hers out before you, I leave? You probably could. <laughs> you might get guinea pig mono. Oh fuck! It's like normal mono but smaller. <laughs> so just my my pinky would be super sad. Yeah, your pinky oh, would be asleep, exhausted. Yeah, just constantly. Uh, my tired little fainter. <laughs> Tiny little finger from the south. <laughs> For no reason. Don't make fun of my tired little finger. Oh. <laughs> the vipers. <laughs> I'm imagining my finger with a, like a big hat and a wavy dress. <laughs> well, that's your finger's choice. <laughs> oh, dear. I want to put all our patrons in a time capsule. Yeah. So they'll just keep giving us money forever. Yeah, they're <laughs> locked away where they can't cancel. <laughs> Put all of their credit cards in a time capsule. <laughs> oh my god, you son of a bitch. <laughs> you're so you know what I love about you, Tom, is that mm-hmm. you're so um thoughtful and caring. Mm-hmm. And a huge son of a bitch. <laughs> you're just like a really kind-hearted, gentle soul, and you're also a son of a bitch. <laughs> Some of my favorite people. Like yeah. Genuinely <laughs> nice people with horrible ideas. <laughs> oh. I mean, I like to pride myself on being like really, you know, kind and loving and also like unabashedly using people. Because <laughs> <laughs> how else do you get away with abuse? <laughs> and backtracking on that That's one. a harsher accusation than I was intending. <laughs> the, the sentence was vague and was not directed at you specifically. Thank you, thank you, thank Absolutely you. not. No, but I think that there's a certain amount of like, you know, I think that it's okay to be honest with people about like, it is useful to have you in my life kind of thing. Oh, that, so, yeah, oh. It's absolutely. Yeah, As yeah, opposed yeah. to like, I'm going to trick this person into working for me. Yeah. It's more like, there are people that I know can accomplish things and I like those people, so I'm going to work with those people. Yeah, I, I remember in high school, a friend of mine uh, told me this uh, thing about utilitarian friends, uh, like the ty- the different types of friends. Mm-hmm. So the utilitarian, uh, caring or whatever. I can't remember the other two because <clears throat> clearly that's the only one that stuck in my mind. It's so the useful I, one. <laughs> well, well, that's it. And then I became I became paranoid and I think it still stayed in my mind a little bit that if you are going to a friend for something that they do or that they can help you with, mm. you're, that's negative. Mm. That's 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 an a, a you're, they're not a true friend. You're just using them. Right. But then throughout the years, like gauging the balance and the the levels of that, and it's, if right. you consistently go to one person to a person for you know without even giving a shit about them, like just give me what I need. That's different. Right. Well, that's it. And and there has to be give and take too, right? Like yeah. you can select friends who are useful people as long as you're also useful to them. Like right. it, it can't just be like, oh, I know that this person is good at this thing, so I'm gonna like keep them around, even though like they don't benefit from it. Like that's abusive. Yeah. Right. yeah, yeah, yeah but yeah. if you're sort of like working together on projects, that's like, oh, cool. Like, you yeah. Know. I'm gonna throw something down, and you tell me if I'm a monster. <laughs> uh, do you think it's okay? You're a monster. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we knew that. <laughs> that's true. That's a given. We didn't need this little exercise <laughs> to determine that. <laughs> but I. I feel like it's okay to make fun of people you don't know uh, because you don't know them. Sure. Uh, uh, it depends on what what you're making fun of about them, I think. Because there's well, some stuff yeah. where it's like... Yes. 
Well, yeah. it's like a, a friend of mine used to say the the best joke that you can ever say is, <laughs> look at that guy. And it doesn't matter who the guy is. <laughs> You'll find something wrong with that guy. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. I like to make up stories about people I don't know. You Ooh, know, if you're oh, like sure, yeah. walking down the street and you see a guy and you're like, but that guy has a cat that he likes more than he likes people. Oh, <laughs> you know, fun. How little, detailed do you get? Oh, it depends. It depends. It depends on how much how rich their their aura is. Mm-hmm. Well, I used to do a thing where I'd sit in cafes with notebooks. This is embarrassing and dorky. <laughs> uh, before I had friends, <laughs> I would sit in cafes with notebooks and I would like write songs about the people that I was looking at in the cafe. Oh, cool. Um, and it would be like none of these ever got made into real music because, of course, not. Um, do you still have the notebook? Probably somewhere. Uh, segment, segment. Oh yeah. <laughs> nope. It's <laughs> um, adorable. But yeah, it would be things like, you know, you'd you'd see a person and you'd kind of like, you sort of try to figure out what you can assume about their life based on what you see, Mm -hmm, which mm -hmm. is usually not much. Like you're usually like projecting a lot of your own crap onto them. Yeah. 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 I had a friend who was in a Zumba class and she had created a story for every person in the class and like one person she just decided was an undercover cop. (laughs) There was was like a whole narrative that went along with the Zumba class. Yeah. Did they like connect? Like, oh, they, the undercover cop is sleeping with the nun or whatever. Yeah, I, I don't know the details of her particular <laughs> class, but I think you could take that in a lot of fun places. Oh, yeah. Cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like to look at people on the metro and then uh, decide what their spirit Muppet is <laughs> or vegetable. So, like, that person's like a real carrot, or that person's definitely a Fozzie bear, or a, a you know, Pepe the King Prawn. Do me, do me. <laughs> be Pepe the King Frog. <laughs> he's so good. He's one awesome. Of uh, what vegetable? Oh. What vegetable am I? Cauliflower? Okay. What do you what vegetable do I'm gonna wait on the explanation. I don't Tom, have what, one. It's just a feeling. Oh, it's just a feeling. <laughs> what do you feel, Tom? What vegetable am I? I don't know. I've never thought about vegetables as, as people. people. Me neither. You're like a you're like an edamame. You know the like, that shit we ate at the place. Yeah, the soy, oh. the soybean pot yeah, things. Yeah. So like I'm shit if you crunch right into me, but if you unwrap me, I'm great. You gotta like the good. The you gotta, good stuff you is, gotta pop me out. It's like if you you gotta squeeze me for the good stuff. It's like the good stuff's inside. <laughs> <laughs> it's green. It's fresh. It's a little. Thank you, Tom. Uh, a little salty. I think. <laughs> I'm better when I'm uh, flavored. Is that yeah. what you were saying? Yeah, my yeah, edamame. Okay, Tom, what's what's Tom? I'm yeah. loving this game. Sorry, <laughs> listeners, if you're not into this. I fucking love this. I, I don't know. Kate, you give it a whirl. I think I think you're a you're a squash. Uh, okay. Because I feel like I'm like, lumpy and soft on the inside. <laughs> no. I mean, potato is not far from my mind, but but like in a good way right yeah no i have no i love potatoes potatoes are (laughs) fucking great like because and squash because like potatoes are great but like squash uh it's a funny name (laughs) (laughs) and they're orange sometimes Mm -hmm. they make great soup yeah uh i feel feel like like squashes are really fun it's a utilitarian vegetable like you can like you no, i mean i mean that in a good way like with squash you can do so many different things with it oh yes like you can like you can cook squash any way you want. You can use squash instead of spaghetti. Yeah. 
like oh, it's a favorite of mine. Tom, yeah. the versatile vegetable. That's mm-hmm. it. <laughs> I don't ever move, but you can move my body around in really useful ways. It's like Weekend at Bernie's, but like a TV series. Oh, wonderful. I think Doug Jones might be an asparagus. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Like, like slightly undercooked. Yeah. 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 It smells a whole like pee. <laughs> no. Well, that's because he's been in a box for so long. It's not his fault. Jesus Christ. Adrian, did you think you would uh, escape my wrath? What vegetable is Adrian? Mm. Oh, shit, 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 shit. Uh, oh, oh, wait. Oh. Like, okay. Do you, do you have one? No. Okay. D- hear me out. Brussels sprout. Okay. Because they're badass. Are Brussels sprouts Why? badass? <laughs> Brussels sprouts are badass. They're tight and they're 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 like they're like they're I'm, you know <laughs> fuck it made sense in my brain for like five seconds. I, no, it's all about a feeling. It's right. It's, okay, it's yeah. not like a, a metaphor. Oh. It's just like a spirit. Yeah, like just a gist. And I also have a love of things that are miniaturized, so <gasps> they look <gasps> like too. small cabbages. So they do. They, it, well, they are just small cabbages, aren't they? Probably. <laughs> I think that's an oversimplification, Tom. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I think you're right. I think any uh, Brusselologist would tell you that uh, they're an entirely different segment of the whole plant kingdom. Do, do, do they have a certificate? <laughs> I, I want to be a Brusselologist. <laughs> a Brusselologist. It's, it's not a scientific discipline. It's kind of like Reiki. It's just like... <laughs> oh, yeah. Nonsense. I've I've had that done to my body. (laughs) It's weird. Topics of High Importance, a podcast where we get high and explore food, science, gaming, pop culture, and beyond. Filled with super tangents, forgetful flubs, and that awkward kind of tension that can only be produced by a married couple. Topics of High Importance on the Upford Network. Join us, won't you? <laughs> Speaking of nonsense, should we move on to our final question? Sure. <laughs> Optional question from Facebook. <laughs> the part you're not supposed to read. Matt asks, who's Matt? Who's Matt? Adrian, Adrian gave me a bunch of questions with people's names, but only their first names, so I have oh. no idea who this is. I, I think I might know. <laughs> But you will keep it from us for excitement. Adrian's friend Matt asks, If you could know the answer to one question with 100% certainty that at least one human already knows the answer to, what would it be? Oh, fuck. I should have planned this one. That's a hard one. It's so hard. I thought about it before and then I couldn't think of anything then either. (laughs) (laughs) I was thinking about this. um, So we've been watching The West Wing kind of gradually. Like... You know, we'll put on a few episodes before bed every uh-huh. couple nights. And uh, there's an episode that we watched in season two where the president um, has his aide go out and find the perfect carving knife so that he can carve the Thanksgiving turkey with it. Uh-huh. And, you know, they, it's just like a side. It's like a C plot going on in the episode while a bunch of more important shit's going on. But um, Charlie, the aide, keeps coming back and he's like, I found you this knife. Here's all the good things about it. It's really great. It's a really good knife. And the president's like, oh, yeah, it's a pretty good knife, but it's not quite right, and gives it back to him, sends him back and forth a bunch of times, and then eventually gives him, like, the knife that he believes is perfect that was, like, handed down from his family for generations, yada, yada, yada. Okay. Um, And I was thinking about how, like, I tweeted this. I was like, 
watching the president uh, send back a million really good carving knives because they're not exactly perfect made me realize that I could totally be the president. <laughs> um, I think I'm I think I'm that finicky about stuff a lot of the time. Oh, where, and like, that's the requirement. I want things to be just exactly detailed, you know? Like yeah, if yeah, I yeah. wanted the perfect carving knife, I would be I would have a very hard time finding the perfect carving knife. Right. Oh, right, right. And so thinking about that in relation to this question, I was thinking like I would love to be able to ask someone, what is like objectively the best thing? Oh, fuck. Mm. Like like the if I needed like okay, I need a new mattress, what's the best mattress I can get? Oh. Or like, I want to get like a mug that will serve all of my purposes perfectly. Like I, I want to, I want like a guy that I can ask anytime that I need to buy something and I want to make sure that I'm getting the most like perfect yeah. deal. But that would have to be, that's so personal though. Yeah. Yeah. Cause your best knife is not uh, Adrian's best knife is right. not my best knife. Sure. So that person would have to be. In your brain. Well, they, the it thing is It would have like, to be you. It would have to be you. You would have to be your own answer giver. Disagree. When you go to... <clears throat> here's the thing. When you go to a clothing store... Right. Like a, a tailored clothing store, right? Where you're getting like a nice like... Oh, where they know more than dress you do. or something. They know a little more than you. Yeah. But they can work with what you know about yourself. And they yeah. can work with what they see in you, right? Yeah. Every Everything should have that. Right. Fuck. You just basically want a good <clears throat> private assistant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Deeply madly. No, I just I just want to be able to ask like, you know, I need a new cast iron pan. What's the best cast iron pan I'm going to get? Right. And yeah. I want that person to know, but I want them to like figure it out with me. Yeah. And then yeah. hand me the perfect thing. Yeah. Yeah, see that's where you and I differ. Like in that whole knife scenario, if the first thing that anybody handed me was like a half of a pair of scissors, I'd be like, yeah, this will do it. <laughs> It'll take twice need... as long, but I really don't want to like faff about with like trying to find like the perfect one. Like if yeah. I'm able to do the task, even if it takes me three times as long, I will stick with what I've got. In that case, you might as well just rip the turkey apart with your bare hands. <laughs> I was enjoying picturing you cutting it up with half a pair of scissors. <laughs> um, I was thinking maybe something to do with confirming something that's like mythy or mm. like someone who's mm. long dead like, like does this person Kennedy? have to be yeah like yeah yeah does the person have to be alive who knows the information or does it just have to be known by someone right. and then you can access that through this magical <clears throat> question yeah you know well surely someone knows who shot kennedy right because someone shot kennedy Quincy Jones well, well, apparently that... knows. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Quincy Jones probably shot Kenneth. Uh, that was a wild interview. Yeah, he's kooky. <sighs> Love him. You, you're allowed to be when you're rich and old. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's true. People are more tolerant. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, like I... Uh, mm, you know, I think I would want to go and and ask the deep state, you know, who who's really in charge... And uh, who's guarding the flat edges of the flat earth? And, <laughs> and what are the reptile people uh, looking for when they emerge from the hollow flat earth? Um, There's so many questions, though. You know, like, who maintains the LED screen in the sky? I need to know. Who polishes the bean in Chicago? <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure I can find that out for you. 
the bean? It's, it's a big a sculpture. Shiny bean? And, yeah, there's a big sculpture in the middle of Chicago. It's called Cloudgate, but everybody calls it the bean. Oh, no. <laughs> it's just a big, shiny bean. Sounds lovely. It's very pretty. Do people rub their faces on it? It's huge. It's like enormous. It doesn't answer my question. Well, I don't think they do, though. <laughs> but no. if it's huge, then you have ac- do you have access to it? Can you go up to it? You can walk to it? up to it. People it's could. Like, Is it like marble? Up. You can stand under it. It's a big, shiny, like, mirror. Oh, that bean. people are putting their faces on it, for sure. Yeah, oh, but, yeah. like, they could only really put their faces on the, like, outer the edge. bean bottom? And I don't know why you would do that, because it's probably real gross. Cold, cold pillow. Cold pillow. It's nice to put your face on cold shit. Mm-hmm. Ah. I'm with you on that. <laughs> on cold things. Yeah. Cool things. Not on cold shit. No, nope. no, different experience. Japanese uh, yeah. game show experience. Oh, gross. Oh, probably. Really? I'm not. They yeah. do some fucked up shit. Mm-hmm. Speaking of game shows, oh. we watched the first episode of Netflix's new series, Nailed It. Oh, oh. I watched that too. It's oh. <laughs> it's, it's kind of uncomfortable. But I, I bailed. Love it. Yeah, I bailed early. Yeah. It's uh, Netflix is really in a. A slow decline of quality. Mm-hmm. Like their documentaries are shaky as shit. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, they're really like one of them. I watched the whole thing, and then I thought it was gonna like you know make a turnaround where they were gonna like come back to reality and say that that maybe aliens don't put implants in people, but they didn't. <laughs> <laughs> they definitely firmly were sticking with their story, no matter how absurd oh, no. and oh, how no. shaky clearly all of the people they were talking to were that uh, there are implants that aliens are putting into people. And I was oh, like, what the fuck, fuck is this? <laughs> Jesus. But this, you're, you're enjoying the show? I didn't uh, mean to like shut we you watched, down. Yeah, no, we watched episode one. There was a lot of like me sitting there kind of like, gasping at how uncomfortable I was. Right. But I liked it. Okay. I liked it. It was just enough that I, I still, I, I'm going to go back and watch the rest of it. The host is very cool. Yeah. yeah. She's a UCB person. Oh, yeah? Yeah. yeah, yeah. That was fun. She's, she's done a bunch of their like web content and stuff, I think. Oh. Yeah. It's very low budget. Yeah. That show looks real like done in someone's basement. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I was just fucking not impressed with the cake pops in the first uh, first segment of the show. But that's the thing is that it's like, it's it's playing on that premise of like people make like vaguely impressive desserts and post pictures of them and then like all the pinterest people see that on pinterest and they're like i can make those cookies and they can't make those cookies oh like so it's point... supposed to not be that great to begin with yeah yeah like the point is that they take stuff that's like kind of neat oh and then okay. they make the people replicate it okay but, but the people aren't good at baking but it's not that they're not good at baking they put a time limit on them and then like they, they set it up so that they can't possibly make the thing yeah, yeah and yeah, then yeah. they're like this is the best i can do <laughs> <laughs> but the cake pops with the tongue and the mouth yeah, it was gross. So gross really gross really gross yeah, yeah. was it fondant around those making yeah, it even so. grosser yeah Blech. yeah not into cake pops no, no. I had mm. my first cake pop a couple years ago, and I was devastated. I was mm. like, this should be fucking good. It's not. It's terrible. Well, mm. I mean, I had one, so that's a very sweeping comment for having one My pop. sister-in-law made them once, and she was like, never again. These are not worth it. Like, they're <laughs> so hard to make, and they just, they're dumb. They're just, just like cake. a small bite of cake. Yeah, who wants a small bite of cake? No one. Just Nobody. make normal cake. Make cupcakes. We already oh. have small cakes. Yeah. 
They're cupcakes. I, it doesn't need to be on a stick. This I is mean, way too much effort for what, what you're putting out there. Just yeah. leave it in ball form. Just make like a, you know that there's a fucking dessert, a French dessert that, that like was a huge part of my childhood because my stepmom was making it at a dinner party and they, they made me be a waitress and I was a child. Anyways, um, coq en bouche. Is it coq en bouche? It's like this tower of dough balls, like fried oh. dough balls. Mm. That sounds nice. Oh yeah, no. That sounds like it'd be hard to carry around as a waiter as a child. No, that wasn't my. I was going around asking (laughs) if people wanted drinks. Balls. (laughs) Here is the most difficult challenge for an eight-year-old. Here you go. Carry Um, this leading ball. (laughs) But like just just towered balls of cake that I'd be down because you just like whoop whoop well timbits. Is it not just donuts? Yeah, donuts. Yeah. 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 I'm so hungry. I would love to know who invented the donut hole. It was probably an accident. They're all accidents. Well, like, I feel like with donut holes, like, they probably got invented when the first donut had a hole punched through it. Because, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, no, it just seemed like, you know, <laughs> when the, you know, the, 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 uh, I'm thinking Western, I'm thinking wanted poster, like, there's this guy <laughs> that punched a fucking donut so hard that a hole, like, I don't know. <laughs> This could have been good, but it it, it, it it fizzled and died. So you want to keep going, Tom? You're going to draw that guy later? Yeah. yeah. It's just a whole them. Swedish chef scenario where he throws them up in the air and he fires a gun and yes. they come down with holes in them. Oh, fucking Swedish chef. I love but, him. But yeah, I'd love to know like who first looked at the like excess scrap of donut. Because like, what you do when you're making donuts is you, you make the dough and then you cut the hole out the middle of it, throw that aside and I'm make the donut, right? Pretty sure you roll it and then you snake it around and make it into a loop. I don't think anybody punches the middle out. No, but that I think there is. changes everything. <laughs> no, but I no, I think I think you're right because there's not you don't see a join on the on the well, they just smush it together, and no, when it bakes, it poofs out. I don't think so. I don't think you can just join dough like that in a in a like. It's not like it's a poured mold, you know. Like I think they do punch out the hole. That's what I'm thinking. But also, you just said something about a joint on a donut. Do I just randomly say joint? I don't know. What I really, <laughs> I really want like a, I want a weed donut now. A weed donut. As long as it does, I don't like how they taste like grass. Yeah. You know, if I would want grass tasting baked goods, I'd grab some out of the yard and put it in my uh, mix. Yeah, the candies mm-hmm. are a little better. Uh, yeah, I've heard that the candies are nice, mm-hmm. but the high's nice. Mm-hmm. But yeah, nice. I, I, I want to know like who made, who was the first person who was like, mm, what if instead of, you know, gathering up all the holes from these donuts and making it into more donuts, we just make the holes their own product? Well, that's what I think. Yeah, I think that's one of these mistakes. Yeah. Like one of these like, oh, well, we might as well just use them like that. Right. I'm going to yeah. stand by that there is no hole. They do, there's no punching out of this process. But see, that, that makes it even more of an interesting question than about who invented the concept of a donut hole if there's no such thing as a donut hole. Because that means that someone was just on some bullshit one day and was like, hey, it looks like there should be a hole. Why don't I make the hole? <laughs> yeah, exactly. That seems like like a backwards, I don't know, because I, I made pretzels in a movie theater and that was do- doughy and stuff, unless it's a different dough, but like you can't just you can't just connect two bits without it having like anyway that's my opinion that's my opinion what i want to know is is the rock a good person (laughs) i want to hope because yeah yeah, like i'm sure well obviously uh, people are layered like onions and all that bullshit but like um because he does wonderful things and he's such a pro at what he does and Mm -hmm. marketing like his movies are massive now like he knows how to play it well in the movies good baywatch was terrible but um 
but then is it just like a process or is he really because then he 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 hangs out with questionable people sometimes for big mm. rich people parties and like you know how far i just want to know right. is he as good as he seems to be i don't want to mm. know i i just want to believe the lie yeah okay I'm, i want to hope that, that like question. i want to hope that the worst thing he does is sometimes fat shame his friends <laughs> i want to hope that he's really wonderful and that that's his bad thing oh my god that would be that, so like... particularly bad for him though <laughs> well that's it because he's so like committed to his body it wouldn't surprise me in the slightest if that's his thing really yeah no i feel because he, he approaches it in such a positive way fitness i feel mm. but that may be Branding, uh, that, right? exactly that mm-hmm. may be a fucking uh, lie as well i'm willing to believe that he's a wonderful person i want to i'm too. willing to yeah, believe that yeah. yeah and he does so much good yeah uh, the, the thing that encourages me about him is that like lin-manuel miranda likes him and i feel uh, like that's a guy who has no dark side yeah <laughs> that's a guy who is just genuinely good he is all light and love yeah and if he gets along with the rock then the rock must be pretty good yeah, yeah. that's it who else is he like <laughs> i need to know this is my new gauge it's his own like super clan of like really nice celebrity yeah the lin-manuel like tree like you have him in the middle and then you see all the all Just the nice people clubhouse where they come together and yeah. smile at each and, other and encourage each other and eat donut holes without mm. knowing the origin of said dough ball if mr rogers was a bad person i would never want to know that oh my god so that would have been just like another situation of someone just lying that's the most devastating thing i could think of like to find out that mr rogers was not a good person because he's so perfectly wonderful like of a person yeah Mm. yeah yeah yeah. well that's it but it was like on stage and off so like yeah that would that's a that's Mm. a big lie yeah yeah was he was he a minister in real life? Yeah, and Something by all like accounts, that? he is the most wonderful person who's oh, ever yeah. lived. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Social change, mm. uh, all kinds of stuff. Uh, I wish I knew details. Mm. But if I found out he had, like, just <clears throat> a pile of kitten skeletons in his backyard or something, like, I would never want to know that. Maybe they died Did on their own. Did he kill them? Or- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to, I love how fast we are to defend this. <laughs> Mister, we just found this pile of dead cats in his backyard, but, like, it can't be his fault. No. No. Nothing at all. Oh, boy. Well. <laughs> It's a weird note to go out of. <laughs> I'm Julian McKenzie, co-host of the Scrum Podcast, a sports show I'm doing with my podcasting partner in crime, Tristan Damore, on the UpFord Network. Every week we analyze something different from the Canadian sports media landscape. Lack of diversity, getting a job in the field, coverage of different sports, and answering some of the harder questions. Through a combination of back-and-forth discussion and high-profile guest interviews, we're aiming to figure out exactly what's up in the world of sports. Find us wherever podcasts are sold. iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, SoundCloud, Message in a Bottle, Morse Code, Telegram, Singing Telegram, Target, Walgreens, Bird's Nest, Dad's Shed, uh, and a crowded convention center bathroom. Well, that brings us to the end of our show for this week. What a weird note to go out on. Uh, remember you guys can rate and review the show on stitcher and apple Podcasts. if you rate us on stitcher we're probably going to read your review sometime on the show so you know incentive we will (laughs) we're going to continue our jeopardy series once we've reached 30 stitcher reviews so get on it we're real close i think we need like three more cool yeah awesome thanks so much for the support and the uh actionables is actionable mean something can be acted on 
I don't know. I think so. Yeah. Uh, no, but like they like us and they're taking action about it. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. I think good. that's really awesome and we appreciate it. Be yeah. a doer, people. Yeah. Oh, man, I wish I was a doer. You could be a doer. I could. I have so much potential. You have no idea. <laughs> Just go to Stitcher and leave a review. <laughs> okay. That's doable. <laughs> the funny thing is if all the hosts and all the people involved in the show left reviews, we'd be like in like the mid 30s by now. That feels wrong. It feels wrong. It feels right? Yeah, wrong. it does. It feels wrong. I, I feel like I'm too cool to yeah to rate my own thing yeah get your spouses to do it that's what i was just thinking i was just thinking <laughs> paul's not too cool to review it. <laughs> actually paul's too cool to review it paul's very cool he's a cool guy i really like paul i'll pass that on that's so sweet he's the best he's so cool i don't know michael but i'm sure he's great he's also nice <laughs> subscribe to the show on your podcast app of choice and share this episode with a friend who pulled a prank on you once you could also share this episode with a friend who you think should go in a time capsule with Doug Jones. <laughs> <laughs> or share this episode with a friend who thinks that donut holes are better than normal donuts. Yeah, I, I do. Uh, it's too much. It's I can control the intake. I mean, I can clear a 40 nug, a 40 uh, Timbit uh, box to myself, mm-hmm. but eating three donuts is hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's the rationing. It's, it's a weird. mental thing. I think. I think yeah, yeah. Right. Hmm. Mm. You can follow the show on Twitter at Down With Talking, and each of us individually, I'm at Tom Zalatni. I'm at Red Random. I'm at Boxless Thoughts. Does anyone have shows to plug this week? Uh, Friday, I'm in uh, 18 to 20 at 10 p.m. at Montreal Improv, doing a set with Kyla as Johnny Wilkinson, Mm -hmm. and it's super fun, and it's uh, the tenured players that get some spots. Sweet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, I guess tonight... I'll be at Psychic City for cool. the Bell Improv. Go, 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 go. And uh, I'll be watching Legion at my house. <laughs> Sweet. And uh, I'll be on your TVs talking about the new crispy chicken sandwich <laughs> from Burger King. Uh, have it yes. your way. Special thanks to Crackers and Jam for letting us use the title track off their EP Benson as our theme music. You can find all their music for sale at crackersandjam.bandcamp.com. They're also doing a GoFundMe right now to raise money for their new album. You can click the link in the description of of this episode to show them some love. Mm -hmm. And this show is produced and edited by Tom Zalatni. Tom Zalatni. For the Upford Network. Upford Network. You can find out about all of our great shows at upfordnetwork.com. Upfordnetwork.com. Indeed. I didn't buy upyourssimon.com last week, and <laughs> oh. I regretted it. I regretted it's taken? It it's already taken? It's too no, late? No, I just don't want to drop $13 a year on it. <laughs> it's like such a negligible amount of money, but like it doesn't oh, feel no. worth it. Yeah, no, no, that shit adds up. No, I just remembered a great prank. I once bought my friend's full name as a domain name and had it linked to the Wikipedia page for disappointment. Oh, oh nice. wow. Well done. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I ended up giving it to him later because he wanted to be a professional. So. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening. See you Bye. next week. See you. I said, I've been